Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE or Summit 4xE. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. This message comes from NPR sponsor Grammarly. Get to the point faster and accomplish more with Grammarly. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcasts to sign up for a free account. And when you're ready to upgrade to Grammarly Premium, get 20% off for being an NPR listener. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcasts. Hey everybody, welcome back to G'day MMA. Fuck yeah! <laughs> uh, lots to talk about. There was fights this weekend, and Kevin Holland uh, broke my heart, man. He broke yeah. my heart with your takedown defense, lack of takedown defense, and uh, yeah, I, look, he's he's right. Talking didn't make it any better. Yeah, I guess I did see him scramble more than the last fight, but yeah, you saw a different mindset. Yeah. You saw a different mindset in this one, but it still wasn't good enough. And I mean, there wasn't enough time for him to get any better at that kind of stuff. But do you think, Alan, as an actual pro fighter, when you are that poor at that particular aspect, can he like people are saying? Dude, go hang out with Daniel Cormier. Could he yeah. go and hang out with Daniel Cormier for a year and then all of a sudden he would have that? Like, is it a thing that with the athleticism that can be taught? Yeah, yeah. I think it's just a skill that it just takes time. And, and How rest, much time? Uh, I mean, Roughly. I mean, I, I, if I had to say something, I would say coming... The, he did five fights in 2020, right? Yeah. Went on this big tear under quarantine. More, most fights in <laughs> one year, all wins. Five fights in 2020. 2021, he took two fights. Now he's 0-2 these last two fights. So he doesn't need to... He's got some money, man. He's done good. He's stayed okay. busy. Takes six months, at least six months. Because when you go to a new gym or you, or you get... You know how it is. You get a new trainer. You're saying he should do this. I think he should. Okay. Uh, not necessarily DC, but I think he should go... Somebody who's really good at MMA wrestling. Emerge himself into the wrestling world. Because uh. it takes 
two months to say, okay, I'm kind of liking this. It doesn't suck as bad. And then it takes another two months to say, now this is in my arsenal. I'm not thinking about it quite as much. Right. I'm doing it. And right. then I would say the other two months is more about now it's becoming natural reaction. Now it's just part of my game. And, you know, it's hard to put a, a definite number on anything. But a lot of times when fighters go to new coaches, they're very excited to show these new skill sets that they've learned. But they're not really in the DNA yet. It's just something yeah. that they're saying, oh, my coach told me to do that switch. To, I, can't, I can't wait to show what I've learned, but it's not part of the game. So it, yeah. a good six months of wrestling, grappling every day, everything that he's doing should be sparring with takedowns. It should be striking with takedowns. Yep. No jujitsu scoot, but uh, butt scooting. It should be wrestling to jujitsu. That alone would help him so much, but he needs to do it. He doesn't need to get active anymore. He's been the active guy. He's been the talker. He's done all that stuff. He's made a name for himself. He's had two main events in a row. And now he has time to say, look, let me go back. The only time that you get better is when you take time off. When you're in camp, when you're in fight, 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 you stay in shape, you stay tough as nails, and you have that experience, but you're not learning new skill sets. And so he fought seven times in 15 months. Now take six months off and, and, and improve those skill sets. What's, what's Muhammad Ali's thing, man? Like, got to have the skill and the will to be a champion. Yeah. But... The skill has to be, is it the will? I'm sorry. The will has to be more than a skill. He's got the will, but he's got to have an equivalent amount of skill as well. He's got great striking. He's got good movement and he's tough as nails. He, he, he He's mentally tough. He'll go in there uh, and he's not scared to fight anyone, anytime, anywhere. But I his skill thought, set needs to grow as well. I always thought that, because um, I when you said the repetition, how, how long it takes, because I've had a couple of people tell me some stuff in my small MMA career. What, what, where, dates, what numbers or, or timeline were they saying? Uh, well, no, it wasn't the timeline. It was mm. me. They taught me a couple of things on a, I was in Albuquerque for a week and I got some stuff off the wall that uh, uh, Greg Jackson was fucking helping me with, with Keith yep. Jardine. Mm -hmm. And some of it was kind of a little bit complex and he was there for about 45 minutes in total. But there were a couple of things that, were that fundamentally made sense to me and then i took those home with me mm -hmm. and practiced them and i used them in the cage when i'd been uh knocked like a little bit half unconscious kind of thing so i was definitely not it wasn't a thing that i told myself to do i just remembered the oh. fight later on i was like wow you remembered and to, you did it yeah, yeah. You executed it because, but it was but i didn't i didn't i couldn't get all the things he was giving me because yeah. it was, I didn't get, I don't live there and I don't go see him Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I saw him for one hour on yeah. a fucking Thursday. That's pretty amazing that that, and, and that happens now and then. I've, uh, you've seen sometimes guys, uh, I remember, I think it was Ben Rothwell or Alice yeah. Overeem, it was somebody, and they did some submission that was not a common submission. And he goes, this, Is this one of your go tos? Is this something, an opening that you saw that you would try to capitalize on? He goes, No, man. Honestly, before the fight, me and my coach were just working it in the locker room before we went out. And I saw the opportunity there presenting itself and I used it. And so sometimes th th these remarkable things just happen. But in general, if you're trying to build something into your game plan, especially something, it's one thing. And I I'd love to know maybe more about what you're referring to. But it's one thing if somebody says, hey, look, throw the kick like this. Then it's something that's a small adjustment, right? Yeah. But when you're saying... Your DC pointed it out on the on the on, on, on the on the on the um on the show. He said he and I didn't know what he was talking about. DC kept saying Kevin's a rapper, Holland's a rapper. He rap he keeps rapping, and I was like, "What do you mean he raps like when he walks his entrance?" What he meant is he wraps up. His instinct is to is to jujitsu grapple. So wow. whenever there's 
whenever they collide, his instinct is to wrap up and Which, lose his base to go to his back. Right, he goes to his back. Right. Not to fight with all of his might, to wrestle, to counter-wrestle, to sprawl, to stuff the head, to stay up. And that instinct just takes drills, 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 drills thousands of times to break. Because right now, instinctually, what about, he wants to wrap up. What about also in your repertoire, I always found the Count Michael Bisbing to be mm -hmm. one of the greatest at, if you take him down, he is never staying down. Like mm -hmm. he is back up and you put a lot of work into that. Maybe you do it like four or five times. He's going to jump back up. And after you've done that four or five times, you're fucked. Yep. And he's still springing around. I always found that to be super impressive. Biz being Chuck Liddell. I mean, they had that same thing. They just want to See, Chuck Liddell was an even creepier one to me because Why? I didn't really, because I didn't see that much technique into it. Yeah. I was, maybe I'm not that He savvy. just found a way to get up. It looked like he just gets up. Yeah. It looked like he just like sits up and get, I'm like, how the fuck but with bisbing you could tell there was a lot of scrambling and a lot of like yeah. a lot of footwork to get himself a base and then he would get back up on on the best of of people that really like to hold people down i remember he mm. gassed mayhem out because i was with mayhem in that that fight mayhem gassed out just trying to hold mayhem took his, him down but couldn't mayhem hold him took down. him down and crossed his legs tried to do the habibi thing on his yeah. legs and, and stay there trying to hold him up against yep. the cage and because Bisbing was just that strong at getting getting up, Mayhem was gassed from trying to hold him down. By the time he got up, there was nothing left. And it's just, it's just two things. It's like some people are just naturally good at an overhand, or some people, Francis and Gano, naturally have an uppercut. Some people are naturally good at sprawling or getting up, yeah. right? And then it's not, the other thing is body type. You look at body I was gonna types. I going to say, he's got little hips. Uh, who? Uh, Holland? Holland's got little, Holland. like, light right. legs. He's got that skinny frame, which yep. helps and hurts in certain Fat areas. Fat-ass people are harder to take down. Make no mistake. That's <laughs> one of my... Because we've made jokes about jumping. Yeah. I can't jump. But yeah. if even if I'm a little bit late to it, it's just easier because I'm fatter down there. <laughs> my brain's like, oh, shit, sprawl. And you, you can go into a little bit of a... Yeah. You get a little bit of an underhook, even if it isn't in there yet, as long as you just sort of put all your fatness yeah. in the base of it. And the sprawl, I, find, I feel like little leg people... Little, if they're big up here yeah. and smaller down there, it's easier to tip them. Small waist guys, yeah, hundred percent. You That's see guys that, that their frame. I, I agree. It's not a not a, a far off theory. I all mean, right. but it's just it, it's all those things I'm talking about. Body type, his frame, um, his style, and just not having wrestled enough, and just instinctually, we spoke about it on the last one. If he just says get off the ground, we saw him try that. The will was there. The skill set wasn't of knowing how to. Keep an overhook, stuff the head, sprawl out instinctually. You he was see still the count. wrapping up. Kind of think the count is the most athletic man in the world. You ain't, you ain't keeping the countdown. The countdown. That's a good one, too. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Play on words. Hey, right. let me ask you this, professional guy that fights in the UFC. Sure. If I put some grippy shit on my feet, mm. is anyone the wiser? Because I noticed Holland slips a lot. Everybody. I saw that, too. Yeah, it's almost on like logos. I know somebody was complaining about it the other day, but yeah. if you... Cause Aljo. I, remember, I think it was Aljo. Yeah. yeah. So what about if I, because I know uh, in skateboarding there's metal ramps in Australia because the weather was bad all the time. Yeah. And to make the ramp uh, stickier, I would get a can of Coke and fucking spray the oh the the yeah. ramp and it would fucking make the, it would make the wheels sticky. Kind of pulled your knee pads off as well, but yeah. it was just worth it because it made your board, the because the, when it got super hot and shiny, yeah. that shit was, if you landed a little crooked, you just slipped out. And, so you do a Coke. Yeah. How funny. I love these skate uh, versus uh, fight comparisons. You guys would throw well, Coke. Welcome I mean, to my world, Alan. Sorry, and, and, that's all I've got. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty much living off and, that. And fighting, I mean, obviously, you can't 
pop open some Coca Cola and do it in the ring, and they you would never. But what about if you put some Coke on the mat on in your the, in the dressing in the room and stood on it? We're talking about Diet Coke, or uh, I think I would go with the real thing. <laughs> Actually, I'd prefer the Mexican one if I could get it. Oh, that's a good stuff. Yeah, the real sugar, the that's, cane. That's gonna give you the best grip for sure. <laughs> yeah, like bottle Coke. What about? Is there not a powder or? <laughs> Yeah. I'm serious. They I don't feel allow like some it. people. Yeah, they won't but, allow anything. Any type of grease or or any type. I mean, you know, like the same the same thing about certain commissions won't allow uh, ankle sleeves. I mean, it's about like, this? It's to protect my ankle. I poured Coke into my sandals <laughs> and then I walked in my sandals to the cage. Oh, they don't fucking Spotted. do. I, I don't see. They the might ref. not catch you. I mean, they won't. They might not catch you. And um, then you've got that. I'm telling you, they man, don't really check the bottom of your feet. They'll check your toenails, possibly. Um, but the only grip thing that, that that we do in fighting is water, which sounds kind yeah, of... Yeah, no, that works. I got my right. weird mats for some weird reason. If When they're wet, there's more traction. Yeah, depending. If it's like a slick jujitsu mat, no. But if you have like a canvas that absorbs, you, that's why you see fighters sometimes spit water or they'll take yeah. the water from their from their uh, their corner and they'll put it on the mat. That's yeah. what they're doing. The water kind of gives it a little bit of a stickier effect. But yeah, all this Can they canvas not stuff with, with change the spray... The canvas? For uh, could we not make it where you get more traction? Man, I be think more the canvas, damage would be done. People I, would be better athletically. It's, they it, could do. it's not the canvas; it's the logos and the spraying for the COVID that that's making it slippery. Because oh, the canvas is fuck. sandpaper, man. I still have scars on my feet. I noticed and my Tori's knees. knees were slashed. You saw that? Yeah. I, and that is the worst. I remember Chael Sonnen said this one time, and I never forgot it. And then since then, I noticed it every fight. But Chael Sonnen, when he fought that fight against. Uh, 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 Anderson Silver, yeah. and he dominated him for four and a half rounds, yep. and then he mistakenly got caught in a triangle Stupid. and submitted armbarred with like thirty seconds left. Could have had it all, Chael. Could have done it all, made one error in judgment. But after that fight, he said the thing that hurt the worst was trying to go to sleep that night and pulling the sheets, the covers over his legs, because all the skin on his toes and all the skins on his knees was gone. It was raw and it hurt. And and my last fight, same thing. I had to sleep on top of the covers. For days and days, because that canvas just takes it off like sandpaper. Yeah, skateboard world is. <laughs> you get a lot of uh, rashes and. I feel like you guys obviously get more head trauma and shit, but yeah. when it comes to burns on skateboard That's your ramps, world. Oh, ramps it's the worst they do it thing to you. ever. Yeah. Especially those. The mega ramp, if you fall off on the mega ramp, whatever it touches yeah. melts. Mega ramp with Mexican. It's coke just a mega burn. Yeah. I've had my t shirt melted into my skin. Oh, that's not I've good. I've had my shoe melted into my toenail. That's not good. Yeah. I hope it was some. I don't clothes. miss that feeling at all yeah yeah i know you know i you, like my skin on when you move on from a sport or you start thinking about retirement you you, you notice a lot more right you're more you, you're more uh, you're eye-opening to like damn i used to do that stuff or these guys are crazy like you and yeah. you realize well that was me too yeah it's, it's funny how that is um i went down a wormhole of uh because i look i feel like obviously you're the cutting edge of mma you can actually do it at the highest level I am a novice. So yeah, my opinion is more of a fart joke with a you know, I mean with a spin kick on the side. <laughs> That's my angle. But it's and I don't care if I disrespect Jake Paul. It is celebrity boxing. Mm -hmm. You are a celebrity boxer. You're not a real boxer. And the more I see footage, because they don't show enough of either one of them really. Mm -hmm. I but I saw a lot more footage of of both of them. And I gotta tell you, uh I think I saw 
bigger holes in Jake Paul's game the more I really? see video. Yeah, I see him to be in his sparring or just overall, just or overall moving around and stuff. Where I see amateur moves, I see yeah. shadow boxing that I'm like, oh, that's not how you run up a cut and step off to the side. That's yeah. how somebody that's kind of into it does it. Not yeah. you know, I mean, there's. You know, like that fluidity thing that Mayweathers and shit have yeah. when they do stuff where you're yeah. like, he's been doing that his whole fucking life. Yeah. Everything is like, looks the pros shit. Mm -hmm. Me doing it is very obvious for you that I don't fucking do it my whole life. There's mm -hmm. a little bit different. It's a little bit off. And he's a little bit off. And then watching Askren spar, I saw footage of him sparring. He's got a fucking sneaky uppercut, dude. Really? Okay. And here's my theory. He takes overhand rights for a living where he times the overhand right into a takedown. Yeah. So I think he's really good at, I think he's going to be watching the jab, obviously treating the, the left hand, but he's just waiting for the right hand. To so what, that clinch he, up? He, so that he can duck under okay. and hold on. Yeah, and throw, tie him up. Tie him up, throw cheating uppercuts, but he but this in the sparring thing, he had a really good, really sharp, hard, sneaky uppercut mm -hmm. that was super fast. So he like pause at things. Yeah. But when he gets a hold of you, this is a, f he'll fake a right hand. And then this one comes under your jab mm -hmm. and it's, and then, then more pulling more like, but then the, this, shot, again. this tiring, is the hard yeah. shot. And I'm like, when you're tired and it's the fifth, sixth, and he's still there yeah. and he's been crawling at you and these come under and you don't hit you don't see them yeah. because you're trying to like get him off you he's gonna knock him out i believe that he's gonna knock out wow that's a big prediction i that's don't a i think that he's gonna get worn statement. out and it's, i don't man the more i watch yeah look and then i see ben Askren hitting a heavy bag and i'm like that's the worst bag work i've ever yeah. seen no. but i also think he's not trying i think he's bullshitting he could be ben's such a smart guy he He's, he's tricky when he people. was sparring and he was do he would go he would do the little dip yeah and then and this thing was fucking lasered yeah. dude it was landing on this other guy yeah and then he goes over the heavy bag and he's like sloppy again yeah you saw I'm a like, difference i'm like he's not trying like mm. and it's always bag work with the jake paul face on the bag yeah I so, saw that. so you know jake paul's watching it right so I have, you know, mixed emotions. He's about a smart, it. tricky guy. I love the insight that you gave, though, man. I mean, you've done more research on this than I have. Um, I want to fight them way more than you do. So you want yeah. to fight them because you're like, hell yeah, give me a paycheck and I'll show all these YouTubers what a real dude yeah. can do. You just, you just want to fight him. I just want to fight yeah. him because yeah. I realize that I'm not famous enough. It makes no sense for him to fight me. Yeah. But in a roundabout way, you took my shit. Like. I I was fighting everybody uh -huh. in MMA. Oh yeah, yeah. He kind of kind of you did stole a, your thing a, with yeah, his, you're, with his celebrity. Yeah, because you're you got you're a giant celebrity. Yeah. I'm a fucking fight in the wind. Yeah. But I was <laughs> I was totally down to do what you're doing. Yeah. I would have fought. You were doing it before it was paying pay per view big numbers or whatever. I, mean, I just were, didn't ever tell anybody in the fight game that this is the fight game and and that they're bitches. Yeah. Like I was always respectful right even when gabe rudiger was like you're a bitch i was like you i really appreciate that you're doing this because pretty crazy that you would fight me i'm a bum yeah no no jake jake hasn't quite figured it out yet but to go back to what you're saying on on the inside stuff with with them both look these guys are completely drastically different athletes jake is a fast guy and he hits hard and he's got speed and he's got all these elements offensively that you gain 
when you're training and you're into it. But there's all those little variables on the inside that he hasn't been hit yet. He hasn't been tired down. Hasn't had somebody hanging on him. And 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 to go off of what you said with Ben Askren, I 100% believe that that's what he will do. He's going to try to paw, 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 deflect shots with his hands out, and then tie up. I think. The he, can he can time that right hand. I know Jake thinks he has that step back right hand, the yeah. right hook. I'm telling you, Ben Askren sees that more than any. I, I, mm -hmm. I feel like you think it's wrestling. Sure, I agree. It is wrestling. But I also believe that the timing that Ben Askren has on any individual in the world throwing their right hand, like let's say uh, Douglas Lima, mm -hmm. like a fucking his right hand is way gnarlier than Jake Paul's. I don't yeah. care what anyone says. No. It's going to come in way faster. He's going to hide it better. He's not going to like cock it back or, and show you shit. And Ben Askren ducked it every time. He's yeah. right. Or even it could bounce off, but he's going to get a little bit under it. And then his face will be near your chest and he'll start moving your hips and throwing all these. So, weird, so with that said, my punches. question is, Ben Askren has always evaded the big shot. Yeah. And then gone to safety with the takedown. Yeah. Will he now be able to transition evading the shot and still staying out of danger with, it's the same with thing. only a tie-up or a clinch up without a level change? Here's the difference. Maybe we don't know that Jake Paul has a really good inside game. No. Maybe Ben gets because, inside and Jake's fucking Because to break down him. boxing real quick for you guys. Inside game and outside game. I mean, we're talking about like if golf, like if you're a putter or you're it's it's two whole other yeah, worlds. Yeah. Inside dirty boxing, I mean, that takes years to develop of being inside, sparring all the time. And there's more than one style of dirty boxing that can be successful. I guess the outside yeah. game, same as same thing. But when I, it comes to boxing in the inside game, and you're one of the world's greatest grapplers, yeah, I believe that he'll that have helps. the advantage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 100 from the outside, Jake is at the advantage. On the inside, Ben is at the advantage. The biggest factor in this fight, in my opinion, is. Who's the ref going to be and what are they going to allow? Yeah, right? okay. Because if so this if he's is a ref super one-sided and he immediately gives uh, takes a point for Ben yes, yes. grabbing. Or then, even yeah. if he's heavy warning right away. Hey, break, break, break. Slapping the gloves down. You know, they slap the gloves. Let him go. Let him go. Break it, break it up. I'm like, oh, Ben's in for a rough night. But if he starts clenching on him and Ben's doing just enough with these little dirty boxing things and the ref's like, he's work it out. His main, work, man. guys. Keep working. Keep working. They're like, oh, shit. Are you saying you're going to allow him to hang on for 10 seconds every time he clenches? Oh, this is going to be a, a fun night for Ben. I just, it's the ref. The ref's going to make a big difference in this fight. If he takes a point from Ben, Ben's screwed. If he's slapping Ben's glove and separating him immediately, he, oh, shit, I don't ben. think he even has to cheat that much. I think it's a, it's not a cage. It's a ring, so yeah. it's easier to, to corner somebody, catch Jake in the corner. And I feel like, yeah, Jake is faster and more athletic, but he's not Canelo Alvarez. He's not going <laughs> to fucking yeah. fake Ben and fucking like, pivot out and just yeah. make, like, make him look like an idiot. Like He's yeah. not... He's just not, maybe, you know what? Maybe I am wrong. Maybe this dude after three years has Canelo-esque maneuvers and and is like, whoa, and doing this mm. shit to him and all that stuff. Maybe maybe I'm completely wrong. I think he can I be a sniper. I believe he's more of like an amateur guy where, you know, yeah. he's going to be working the jab and he's going to get away, get away all the time. I just don't yeah. think he's going to be that successful at getting away. I think that takes a, a years to be able to get away from someone. We, we got to like find ben. out how many rounds this fight it's is. Eight. It's eight. Eight rounds? Yeah. That's great. That's I know. Great for ben. If this would have been a three round or five round. Oh rounder, yeah, no, that'd be different. Yeah. Yeah. Ben is used to long fights. He's used yep. to uh, uh, persevering when he, when he's fatigued yep. uh, and he it gives him more time, just like body shots, body time, body shots. You set them up in the first and the second. They come through to help you out third, fourth and fifth. Same thing. Laying and, and, and on, on Ben, uh, laying on Jake rather, 
uh, and tiring him down, fatiguing him, make him go for these explosive shots and tiring think, him up right away. I was going to say, do you later think rounds? Jake's going to be uh, peppering him with the jab and saving his energy for the later rounds? I don't know, man. He doesn't I, seem like I a guy like that has, even if that was the game plan. He doesn't know that balance yet. Yeah. He's an entertainer, right? He just started. I'm going to knock you out, Ben Askren. That's his mindset right now. Is he poised enough to say, I'm going to sit back on the jab for two rounds. I'm going to let Ben fatigue himself out. I'm going to unload once Ben starts getting desperate because he can't get past the jab. Is he at that level yet? No. Two fights? Probably not. I don't think he's... As coaches is in his ear, maybe saying it. I don't know his coaches are, but the coaches might know the game plan. But can the fighter uh, uh, make it happen, do what they're saying? It takes a while to develop that. Yeah. And knocking out Ben Askren in two rounds. Man, that's, what, what time is it? that fight? Because what's that? It, I, that fight. I, I'm working UFC this weekend, uh, and that fight's on the same day. I gotta, I gotta find a way to watch this fight at the same time. I don't, I don't know if that's gonna be possible. Yeah, I'm hoping you might, you might get in trouble if they go to the yeah you know, on TV and you're I, watching somebody. Da, if Dana's event. gonna put a million dollars on it, Dana's not gonna be. Did he? Because I mean, they bullshit? were talking about it, but either way, if he's this sounds like involved, some Conor McGregor half a million to Dustin right. Poirier bullshit. Either way, he's involved in this. He's aware of it. He's watching this fight, right? Yeah, he so, still owns a piece of Ben Askren. So, so Dana, I don't think Dana will be at the Apex this weekend for the fight. Um, I think he'll be somewhere else that way he can watch both of them, or he's gonna walk away when that fight comes on because Dana's gonna watch that fight, I believe. Um, I got to figure out a way to watch it as well. You got me intrigued about this, man. I love all the insight that you have on Ben Askren. I haven't studied him as much. I love the Rocky well, video I that I he did. I thought I was sparring him at one point, and I also thought I was going to go, and I still might take him up on it, to his house. He offered that I could come to his house and, and do some wrestling for a week. Yeah. And I thought for just to really to fuck with, more to fuck with um, Luis J. Gomez, mm -hmm. just to be at Ben Askren's house, he'd be like, yeah. Really, Jason's at Ben Askren's house yeah. working, on his, working grappling. on his grappling. That would be, I would be, it, it, I would be intimidated if Lewis was there. I'd go, yeah. fuck. Yeah. Because Ben probably knows some shit. Maybe you and Holland could go to uh, Askren's yeah. house. And work he together. might need to get, see what I mean? He might need to go a little bit more. It, that, that's the craziest thing. I, I can't believe you're that good and you don't know how to wrestle that good as well. I'd just be like, wow, I got beat that badly at wrestling. Yeah. I am be I am gonna become a wrestling maniac. Well, well, he just he didn't evolve in that one specific specific area because he's gotten so good at striking and his jiu-jitsu so good he doesn't take a tremendous amount of damage. I mean, still we've seen him held down, but he doesn't get beat up. You know, his eye was a little bit swollen in yeah. this fight, but he doesn't get banged up or like people aren't finishing Kevin Holland. He's he's no. just comfortable there. It just it just takes time. You know, speaking of evolved. Who has not evolved, and and it was and it was it was sad for me to, I don't know why it's it's like Mike Perry, Mike Perry, Mike Perry. First yeah. of all, let me give credit where credit is due. Daniel Rodriguez, my dude, Daniel D Rod, he was on fire. He yeah. was following. You you see everything that he did, and I was watching. I found myself watching Mike too much, and I go, what is going on with Mike? Who is this person? I don't recognize this guy. I go, let me watch D Rod just to make sure that maybe Mike is fighting good, but Daniel Rodriguez is so good. And Daniel was doing everything right. He's had head movement. He was popping the jab. He was wrapping that left hand around. He was throwing kicks. D-Rod used to have a powerful left hand. Uh, he had good boxing, but he didn't really have kicks. He didn't really have a tremendous amount of grappling. He had good jujitsu. He's been at the BMF ranch. He's been working with people. He's been involving. He's hungry all the time. His full circle game is here now. D-Rod is somebody to look out for in the UFC. Yeah, and he fought that fight about as clean as you could fight that fight. On the other side of the ring, though. I know. You talk I know about you're say, somebody. There was some punch. There was some strikes thrown where I was like, "What the fuck is he?" 
he Where's regressed. he been? He regressed. Yeah. I mean, you go from a guy that when he came to the UFC, he, he was stands like, like he's nine and zero, nine knockouts. Yeah. He didn't look like he could knock out anybody in that fight. He was throwing yeah. punches that were that were awkward and loopy and fatigued yeah. and. And and his head was straight up, yep. and there was no head movement. And, and you don't Stand always have to be this at times. But like the thing that Mike, I feel that Mike lost. And again, I don't know. I feel like I have this. Me and Mike were a part of something together, so I feel like I have. I shared a moment in time, as deep as that sounds, with him. So I never want to kick a guy when he's down. Yeah. But I have to speak on what I see. And when he was nine and zero with nine knockouts, that guy was a killer when I fought him. And then when I beat him, I remember him saying in an interview, man, as much as we didn't like each other, he goes, uh, I, well, I fought Joe Ban and I realized there's a thing called technique. And he kind of joked about it. Yeah. And he got better. And I remember a couple fights later, he fought Vincente Luque, which he lost. But Vincente Luque is one of the best in the world yeah. right now. And that was a competitive fight. Both guys were banged up. And me and my coach go, with Julio, we go, yo, Mike's evolving. Mike's getting better. These kicks now, this grappling game now. And then about two years ago, he just, you know, personal life, whatever's going yeah. on, he started regressing. And tremendously, you know, the guy started, that we saw today... It was the, after he left the cowboy gym uh, all pissed off about the way they did things over yeah, there. Yeah, he was, he was over there kind that of bouncing around camps. That was the last time he tried to have a camp, and then he just moved to uh, my girlfriend's now. The Doesn't have coaches. Has He had a coach in here this time with his girlfriend, but still his girlfriend, who's a young girl, just had a baby, doesn't know anything about fighting. You need to have... Yeah. Three, you, you well, need to have no people friends, dude. Fighting. Nobody wants to hang out with him because he's a fucking. He can, I mean, I could, I don't know him, and I could be wrong. And you're right, you shouldn't kick a guy when he's down. But it does seem like a hard guy to want to have a, a regular relationship with. Maybe now from having a kid, you know, he really he says that he wanted to change his ways a little yeah. bit. But that guy, to me, if he's on any drinking or anything like that, mm -hmm. I'm leaving yeah. because you're a fucking you're you haven't worked on yourself as a person that has a lot of problems you gotta you gotta you can't just blame the world for the rest of your life you gotta go fix yourself you fix know myself, even yeah. now i can tell not everybody wants to hang out with me because i talk a, a certain way i'm from a certain place where some people are like yeah no i have no beef but i'd rather not be around that he's kind mm -hmm. of aggressive he's he scares me yeah so you know, and then seeing video of him snapping on people, snapping on old people at bars and stuff. Because multiple he's videos. I mean, you can look up multiple videos of Mike knocking guys out in the streets and then, the, you know, the thing where he broke the glass. But, you know, I, I saw him come to this camp. You know, the last time that he fought was the same night that I fought. And he missed weight, like, tremendously, by like eight pounds or something. Right. It was horrible. Got 30% of his purse taken from him. And he lost his fight. That hurt him. You know... Mike's making like 100 and 100 or something like that right now. Pretty decent money for a guy, you know, in the mid-level UFC. When you lose a fight and you, you don't get your win bonus, that's $100,000 I just lost. And I missed weight. And they took 30% of my money. Now they took another 30 Gs. You hurt his bank account, you hurt Mike. And so this fight, he came in and he said, I've been dieting, I've been training. And he made the weight. So that was step one. Okay, Mike was focused on the weight at least. But did he focus on the on 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 all the valuable things inside the ring? Hands up! You always constantly need to be showing feints, head movement, angle changes. Oh, nothing. the head movement was crazy. It was. I mean, it was. He stayed on the center line the whole time. It was. It was the worst head movement I've ever seen out of Mike. And you're going against a guy like D Rod, who's a sniper with right. power, who will jab you to death and yeah. knock you out with that left hand. It was a horrible fight for um Mike Perry. He was busted up, and uh, I saw him say recently that uh. 
He's got one more fight left on his contract. He has a family now. He's willing to bleed to get to take care of his family. And, uh, you know, I respect that he wants to take care of his family. But my words to Mike would be go and just 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 start all over. Let the coaches rebuild you again, man. And go there with three coaches, a wrestling coach, a striking coach, a jiu-jitsu coach, and go there like it's your last fight of your life, man. They can't do this anymore. What are you thinking about over there, Jay? Um, he'd probably get paid a lot of money to fight at Bellator. Yeah. He but he really, he really, I re he should have some f MMA friends, like good MMA friends. I know it's, uh, people say it's only good as the company you keep, but I don't, you know, I don't know. You, you, it seems like he doesn't have anybody around that's got his back 100%. He doesn't trust anybody. Yeah. And I get that street mentality. Same as uh, Mars Vidal. You know, Mars Vidal to me is, I can barely comprehend his attitude at times because see, it's just like, Vidal... Nate Diaz is a bitch. Conor McGregor's a bitch. Yeah. Everyone's a bitch. I'll take them all. I'll kick their ass. I'm like, man. You are just ready to fight at all times. Like it's not, it's not easy being this dude. So Mazadov has maybe a personality complex or something like you're alluding to, but he's still at ATT training with Dustin. Poor. He's, you know, what I'm saying he's yeah. still grinding it out with the right people. Well, there was a different right effort coaches. from the get go. This right. guy's a different. I, I don't think I haven't seen Mike Perry. I thought when you beat him, that was kind of like the exposure of Holland deal, where yeah. it was very apparent that. If you had technique, you, this guy was wild, and you could and you could you could strike on him and, and make him miss. And then people probably took that blueprint and started doing it to him. Yeah. So he's never been a guy. You can, and then he can tell, like just to just to be like, you know what? Fuck everybody. I don't need anybody in my corner. And I I don't think it was fake. I don't think it was like a Colby Covington thing. I think he was legitimately saying, people in my corner don't do shit but hold ice and give me water. Yeah. And I'm like, man, if that's how you really sincerely feel about your coach, mm -hmm. you haven't had a good one yet, because that's insane. That's it, like I, I've, to not to be in there completely by yourself. Yeah, that's fine. If you just knock him out, then yeah, you're right. You didn't need them. But if you if you want to like win and you and you you're faced with like a, a difficult position, you're in trouble. This voice that you hear is like. Super necessary. It tells Super. me that you haven't had anybody to lean on, and and it seems like because you come from a, a a childhood where you could never trust anybody, so you don't trust your coaches, you don't trust your family. Doesn't seem like a very close knit guy, you know. You know, sometimes a coach can't come in there and say, "I see everything going on. You need to slip the one counter with the two, slide out on the like." Sometimes it's not simple X's and O's. Sometimes yeah. you just need somebody to go in there. My last fight, you know what I remember the most? Uh, they were. Defensively sound, Alan. Defensively responsible because I would get into firefights and that's always been my thing. You hit me hard, I'm probably going to then, I'm then going to plant my feet and just, it's going to be a gamble. Right. Somebody's going to land and I might go out or you might go out. And I've done that throughout my career. And in my last fight, I would get hit hard and you could see me starting to shell up and just go, I'm, you know, it's kill or be killed. And I would hear it. Defensively responsible. Move, move, move. Recircle. Oh, I'm alive. I can breathe again. Go back to the game plan. Mike needs those subtle things where you can say, yeah. Mike, 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 chin down, hands up. Shoot that jab, Mike. Let me see that jab. Mike, show me that jab that you had in training, baby. Give him something. Encourage him. Give me something. And I'm not saying his coach didn't do that, but he's got to get back to the thing. And, and the, the biggest thing, and, I, and I'll finish this up with the Mike thing unless you have more, but when Mike fought me at that time, that early Mike, he was a hunter. Even if he didn't have the skill, he had the will, but he was a hunter. He was moving and yeah. he was ferocious. He was trying to get you. 
in these fights, he's not hunting anything anymore. He's being hunted. He's sitting there with his hand, his hands down and his chin up, getting punched, reacting to getting hit. It looked like reacting. he was trying to get a raid, but it, then it just turned into getting punched. Yeah. He needs to find a way to hunt people. And it gives you that head movement to yeah. like, he doesn't have that anymore. I don't know what happened to him. Um, I know what happened to Conor McGregor. Well, I guess I don't, but it's my theory. I watch, I follow him again, and I see that he didn't leave Dubai. He just been on Conor's a, still in Dubai. He, I mean, I think he went back now, life. but he was he was there for months on a giant boat, yeah. just eating and chilling, hanging out ice. with his family, which yeah. is awesome. Uh, but you lost because you're not as good as you used to be, and I really believe that you're uh, a party guy that buys shit all the time and and i think at one point uh you were a person that i remember seeing video footage of you crawling on the mats at uh your gym in ireland and you look like a gym rat mm -hmm. and uh a gym rat is you know Hungry. when you get when you get older and you like nice things and you spend some time enjoying your nice things and then you come up you get alongside right close right up close to i've got nothing and i'll fucking kill to get anything mm -hmm. you can tell that they have a i might have more skills than you because i've been here longer but this guy is not to be fucked with and you kind of idolize him a little bit because you miss the old you looking at him and you're like wow yeah. he would fucking die to win this and i have a brunch and a fucking million dollar watch on and i could barely give a fuck quite honest yeah. So I think that as much as the fans, he'd love to tell the fans, you know, I'll be back, you know, mate, this time I'm going all, like, fuck his, off, dude. His success has hurt him. He, yeah. he, he alluded to it. He said it in a lot. He, he had a Twitter beef with or something with Dustin the other day kind of it's, saying No, that, it's out of control right now. He's saying yeah. he quit the fight. You well, know that? Well, I don't know if that one's true. I don't know if that one was he accurate. He said, I'm not fighting. And now Did Chandler, he say that on his Twitter? Chandler, yeah. I didn't see that. I saw, I saw somebody say Because he said, because you've outed me at not giving me giving you the yeah. half a million dollars. The money. The, um, now I'm going to make... Now it's... See, to me, I'm seeing him get angry now and yeah. call Dustin names. Yeah. Like when he was angry the, back in the day. Because I feel like, here's my theory. He was so nice for the first fight with Dustin. Yeah. So respectful. Talking about the charity. Raising each other's hands at the, at the, at the weigh-ins. It didn't work. Yeah, it was very bad for you. It was the it was the worst showing. He I've thought ever he was gonna walk Connor. through Dustin. He thought he was like, I'm bringing you here to knock you out, and yeah. you got nothing. There's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, and Dustin turned the tables on him completely. And he's you know, gonna, he, and he is thinking like all, all people when something goes that awry, he is thinking, how do I turn this around? Yeah, you know what? I have to do a complete 180, and I have to go back to my training the way I used to. And then I see. I mean, you're going to have this fight. You're signing the fight. For the last two months, you were on a fucking boat with your family. Yeah. You just, uh, well, almost. You you can't, if you've got shit that you're doing with your family, you can't, you can't you're not going to be any better than you were yeah. at the last time where you got beat. He's not as focused. He's got all these distractions with million-dollar watches like we alluded to. He's not the hungry guy in the gym. Every video, dude, he's doing a fucking photo shoot. He's a goddamn model, Alan. He, he's he, modeling He's talking about working on checking the kicks and stuff. And I believe he's training, but here and there, he's training when he wants to train. He wants, he wants to train and, and do what feels good to Conor McGregor. But Conor's a guy that likes to be in control all the time. He likes to dictate, I'm the money fight. I say what goes. And you're... You're just so happy to be here to be able to fight me because yeah. this is the biggest payday of your life. Connor knows that. 
Dustin Poirier turned down the championship, the belt yeah, fight. For the money. For the money fight, yeah. which is the smartest, smartest yeah, move. It's not only is it money, it's your brand. Your brand raises. It, 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 it's the, it's, it's You're going to get way more money for your title fight. Do. What happens with that, though, is now the UFC is not in control. Now Connor's in control. So yeah. Dustin is now kind of at the mercy of Connor because he goes, I turned on the belt for the big payday. Now Connor goes, I'm the big payday. So I, we're going to do this on my terms. So if I'm going to mess with you and not give your, uh, the Good Fight Foundation the money, then I'm just going to do that. Or if I want to turn down the fight, then I'm going to have you come back and kiss my butt because you need this fight because you turned down the belt for the payday. But if I'm saying I don't want to fight, I'm in control. I feel like Connor's always looking for that edge to be in control, to have that, that, that mental warfare battle. And he wants to be on the upper hand. And that's all this is. This is Connor saying... I'm not going to give him the money right away because he knocked me out. I'm not paying the man for that knockout. And then I'm going to go back and forth with him on Twitter. And I might say I'm not fighting or am fighting or this or that. It's just mental warfare because Tana kind of wants to feel like he's in control. It's, 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 it's poker. The guy who's got the biggest amount of chips, he could take the most gambles and he, yeah. could, lead, he could bully the table because wow. he got the most chips. And Connor's always going to have more chips than anybody in the UFC. And he wants that, that psychological advantage going into this rematch with Dustin. Do we care if Connor gets knocked out? Do we do we care about Connor fighting Nate Diaz? Does does his money? I is sure he as still hell a, don't. What's that? I sure as hell don't. I I don't care about the trilogy with that fight, Nate and him, because because with all due respect to Nate, he's a fun guy to watch. But like Nate's not the destroyer anymore, right? Nate's a guy that's been beat up a couple times in the UFC lately, uh, and doesn't fight. Are you talking about get? Uh... If Masvidal beat his ass. Yeah, I mean, like handily. That's weird I mean, that they I, want to do that rematch. I'm like, come on, man. Yeah, I mean, just like we're seeing that. He cleaned I, you if up. Dustin, if Dustin Poirier fought Nate, Dustin would do the same thing to Nate, I believe. I think yeah. a lot of these guys would do the same thing to Nate. I think Nate, Nate does, knows that, and that's why he's not taking those fights. Right, that's why he wanted to hold out for Conor for so long, because he he's smart. He goes, well, I just want to fight the biggest money fight in the world. I don't want to fight these tough contenders yeah. and then maybe get exposed. But yeah, if, if, if Conor gets knocked out in a trilogy... And then they set up him and Nate. It's like two guys that their stock just dropped and they've been somewhat exposed. Now we want to set up a super fight with them. Like, how, how well is that going to do? I don't care for it so much. <sighs> Which, I don't know, man. I, I, maybe he does buy watches and that empowers him to go to the gym three times a day. Maybe I see it differently. Maybe when I see him having, uh, you know, some breakfast on a boat with mm -hmm. his wife, and children, and then, you know, and then a photo shoot with these new swimming trucks. Maybe right after that, he went to the gym all day. <laughs> are you? Are, oh, I. You're just saying what if? I. This is not what you believe, though. It's not what I believe. If you see me flossing all the time, it takes time to floss. It takes time. You got to get your shit clean. You got to think about your outfits. You got to make sure your car matches your shoes. Okay. You just you just took the words out of my mouth because when I see Connor training lately, he's got on bright blue shorts that are very short with pockets and yeah. a drawstring that's because, not tied. Because and his shirt's they're not off. fight shorts. Yeah. And, and he and just walked into the gym and fucking hit the bag for 15 yes. minutes. It, it's, it's like an Instagram video. Where's his camp? Yeah. Where's his trainer? And, and I think the same thing. I go... I think he's in Ireland. I go, you would never see me in some... Just Institute. like if I'm in the biggest fight of my life, but I'm just going like with these Instagram shorts with my shirt off and I just started training and, and people are videoing. It looks me. like he's got the boat shorts on. He left yes. the boat and went and looked at a UFC gym yes. and moved around on that bag. Um, it he just, had no gloves on. It doesn't look no like no wraps. Meanwhile, you see Dustin Poirier. 
He's like running five miles around the Lafayette. The whole time. He's been doing he's it the whole time. Grinding it out. And every 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 pitcher is like paid in full, motherfucker. Like yeah. he's just like the whole time. He's since still the a last dog. Fight. He's still a dog. Yeah. He knows. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a terrible fight. A <laughs> and I think that that's why it's half believable that he will back out. Because maybe he does know that it's for the best. Something unless he could just really commit. I think somebody that loves money. But you love the glory and you love the, you love the, you can remember the the victory and it'll fucking make you laugh for the rest of your life. I know he's a person like that. So even with all the money, you could for all the money, I mean, I know you got a lot of kids and shit, but you could fucking switch it off, have your whole camp sparring people, hire the fucking gnarliest people there are for all of it and stay in a place and and become like Ivan Drago in Rocky Four. Like just have all the best people around you technology wise. But when you leave, you don't there's no photo shoot. There's no fucking you go to wherever your dormitory is and you yeah. fucking take your meal and your supplements yeah. and you fucking go to sleep with monitors on. That's the money I'd be spending. Like instead of kind of buying instead of me buying a fucking two million dollar watch mm -hmm. and it's fucking Bugattis, I would get I would go, I would say, right, Dana. It, UFC Institute, shut it down. I'm living there for yeah. the next three months and plug it all into me. When he fought Mayweather, he kind of did that. You know, they were like, it was like this, it looked like the, the Drago thing. Still where they, they have all this oxygen on him and, and when he's on the bike. The, the, the only benefit of the doubt that I could give Conor right now is from what I'm hearing, if, if I recall this correctly, the date that they're talking about is like July 10th, July 11th, around mid-July. Yeah. So we still got some time. Maybe he's saying, I'm just going to do my Instagram boat training for now. And then once it hits that eight, nine week mark, that's when camp camp is starting. But you've always got to look at what your competition doing, right? And Dustin Poirier, I went home, I trained with him. We did MMA rounds, small gloves, grinding out, punch each other in the face. He goes back to ATT every other week and trains with the toughest guys in the world, comes back home. He's staying ready. He's staying ready and he's getting better. Then he's going to flip the switch. Yeah. Connor can't be on a off the couch potato, then go. It's going to be a difference. You're going to see it in the fight. Yeah. yeah. Everybody knows that's any good at anything, especially in sports. You can't beat the dog that's there all day. I've seen it happen in skateboarding where people were nowhere near as good and they fucking stayed. They started living there and then they beat the, the guy that was the shit because the guy that was the shit was getting digits at the mall. <laughs> digits. Picking up numbers. That was a thing that was happening back then. I don't know, man. I just make I myself followed old. you. I followed you. I just want to make sure. Shit. <laughs> uh, what's, oh, shit. What's so, this weekend, man? So this weekend is the is Askren and and uh, and Frank Mir and all that stuff. You know that, Frank right? Frank got an opponent change too, right? Because at first he was supposed he to did? fight. Man, Frank was supposed to fight. Um, oh, what a poor bastard. I think it was supposed to fight. What's his name? That was in Rocky Five. The uh, the the guy that fought Rock was it? Did he fight Rocky in Rocky Five? I can't think of his name. Um, but he was supposed to fight a really good fighter, and I was like, this is not a good fight. But then now I'm seeing somebody else. So Frank must have a, a little bit better matchup now. Oh, good. But you know, Frank's a smart dude, man. He's 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 going to get some money. He he knows how to defend himself. If he if he takes an L, he'll be back. Frank's a man. Well, Bobby Knuckles is fighting, so that's a big deal. Yeah, Whitaker is fighting uh, Kelvin Gaslam. Man, I mean the, the the middleweight division right now. I mean, this past weekend we had we had Holland and and Marvin, which Marvin now is the guy saying, "I want that title shot," right? Yeah. But then what happens this weekend? Now we also have 
Robert Whitaker fighting Kelvin Gaslam. So I'm leaning towards, I have to say this, if I'm honest, I'm leaning towards Whitaker. Yeah, Robert Whitaker, he just, I mean, this guy's been on nine fight tears as a champion and stuff. He so lost one time. Let's just say that Whitaker is able to get the win over Kelvin Gaslam. He should get a title shot. Then which guy gets the, which guy should fight Izzy next, right? Because now both Vittori guys are winning or, to it. Vittori or Robert Whitaker, because Robert Whitaker, his only real loss uh, in, in, in the, anytime soon had come from Izzy, but he got knocked out. Marvin Vittori been on a tear. His and only real split loss decision was with split close split decision. Yeah. Um, it, it makes me think that uh, oh, I'm not sure. I think it's the, really more about who's gonna sell the most tickets. Yeah, and I think after Vittori's fight last weekend, I'd rather see Bobby Knuckles. It's fucking boring as shit. I can give you that. I can go with that. Um, and that's how we are, man. Last you know, fight. you know what I would like to see is uh. I'll say this. I'll go the other way. I'll say let's have Vittori go and rematch Izzy because that was a closely contested fight, yeah, right? Okay. In the meanwhile, Bobby Knuckles, if he if he beats Kelvin Gaslam, goes and fights the fight he was supposed to fight because Kelvin Gaslam's a replacement. He was supposed to fight Bohashinha. Oh yeah. The Brazilian who just got knocked out. Damn Izzy's knocking out everybody, right? Yeah. So I, I say make that a number one contender fight. Boja Senior versus Bobby Knuckles. If Bobby Knuckles gets the win, the winner of that fight will then fight the winner of Vittori versus uh, Izzy. And then, Poor and Bobby then, Knuckles. You're yeah. making him wait. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he's such a great one, but it's just like, you know how it is. Like when, He's been a champion, um, and he got defeated pretty convincingly um let somebody else have a shot but i i I love watching robert whitaker um i'm watching fight i'm gonna give somebody else a chance that's all jeremy stevens is on the card jeremy stevens do you realize jeremy stevens is on a four fight skid right now Ooh. and going back up to 185 155 i just started i just started doing my research for these fights i'm um He's been fighting at 145 for the last 18 fights in the UFC. Yeah. He's going back to 155 yeah. for the first time in years. And yeah. he's on a three or four fight skid. If he loses this fight, he's out. we might not see Jeremy Stevens in the UFC anymore. Well, he had a great run. How horrible would that be? An amazing run. And you're you got a guy with highlight reels. Yeah. He's, he's fighting a good guy. What's that? Drakar Close or something? I think yep. that's his name. Yeah. He's the guy that had that amazing fight um, with... Uh, Oh, damn it. I'm forgetting the name. Um, 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 um. Oh, I know. Who is. Yes, thank yeah, you, Katie. He was Benio winning. Darius. Yeah. Darius knocked him out. And, and when you see that crazy meme when DC's going, everybody, him, John Anik, and they're all go, losing their shit, him and Joe Rogan, that was from that fight. That, that was, was from a, that fight. He had that fight. fight, too. He just got too he cocky had, and started coming at him and got he tagged. Yeah, hurt, man. Yeah. Benio's just a dog, too, man. Benio's yes, the, the nicest, and he's most been on a tear since guy. that fight. Benio's a killer. He's got a big fight. He's fighting Tony Ferguson. Right, because he fucking... And yeah. the tear started with that guy. Yeah, there's a bunch of good fights, good cards Orlovsky's back. Orlovsky's back again. Jay he, Sherman, who I've seen... The Vanilla Gorilla? Yeah. The Vanilla Gorilla, baby. Yeah, yeah, I've seen Keith Jardine deal with him grappling uh, for a while. It's pretty funny. Um, Andre Arvlowski, I've learned since Ar- whenever. Arvlowski. Arvlowski. <laughs> I said that right? Yeah. Okay. I, I don't know why I have to say it so slow now because I'm so worried about being You should be. Andre Arvlowski, he lost that last fight to Tom Aspinall, but this guy's like 42 years old. This yeah. is his, like I've already said in my research, this is his 53rd professional fight, bro. 53rd. At heavyweight, too. At heavyweight. He's he's suffered 
Like multiple talking, knockouts. Yes. I mean, you talk about a guy that's just, I mean, this guy's a fighter. I mean, Jesus Christ. His nose finished. has been smashed completely off his face. So many times he got knocked down his last fight, rear naked choked, I believe, put out. Comes back and fights three months later. The guy, the guy is this, I mean, he, he's so impressive, man. He should do more movies. Yeah, he would be a great, he'd be great in movies. He's got he's the look. He's in uh, the X, X shit. Andreas? Yeah, he's in. Expendables? Yeah, not fucking. Expandables. Not fucking. <laughs> Edibles. Black guy <laughs> that got a little older. The uh, um, Katie, what's the movie? Oh, God, it's right on the tip of my John tongue. Wick, and then he has his one that's like John Wick, and it's called. Not the guy the that bounces expend- his booze, ex- Execution. Not. <laughs> Fuck. You know how many people watch your show and go, we Fuck. always know the answer to these questions that you guys take 30 <laughs> seconds to figure out. Fuck. Wesley Snipes. Nah, nah. <laughs> Fuck, man. Michael well, Blackson. <laughs> I don't even know who Michael Blackson is. <laughs> you got to follow Michael Blackson. This guy's hilarious. Follow that guy. Man. He's got like Titty Tuesday and he's got Denzel like Washington. Denzel Washington? Yeah. Yeah. His movie. One of my it's, favorite. Exp- That's what you're talking about? Yes. Yeah. He's the main guy in it. With a different. And he kills Andre Orlovsky in. The sequel comes oh. to one, two of them. Wait, is the fighter in? You're talking about a fighter that's in there? Fighter from Vegas? He kills Tate as well. And Keith Jardine, I think. Are we talking about the fighter from Vegas? Um, what? Man, nah. friend, uh, you former UFC fighter that was driving the car. Uh, 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 Equalizer. Uh, Equalizer. Equalizer. Yes. Fuck. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. Andre Olovsky's in Equalizer He's in two. that too. So there's a bunch of fighters in there because my buddy who I'm forgetting his name lives in vegas used to fight in ufc used to fight in the ifl oh shit we can't go in yeah, the don't do it i couldn't even get denzel washington anyway he's We're in fine. there successful <laughs> yeah. stuntman um i gotta check that one out i never saw that yeah, movie there you bunch go. of well, fighters in there hope, i hope we've helped you with some great moves without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop hospitals factories schools and power plants they all depend on you no matter the weather emergency or time of day you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game-changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. ...picks for the weekend <laughs> and enjoy the fights. See you next week, you bastards. Peace, guys. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.